because I need this out of my brain. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have the brain power for this. You don't need a crystal ball to tell you how Colin feels about this upcoming film. Hi, everybody. Welcome to back to Rabbit Troop Sucks. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, we're, we're drunk. Well, well, we're a podcast about obscure, forgotten about, and often overlooked films. And hey, hey, everybody, it's, you know, towards the end of December. We're going to get a little uh, uh, merry, a little Christmassy. And as always, I'm your host, Paul. Next to me is my co-host, Mike. Hello. Next to Mike is Colin. Yo. Colin is sitting next to Jeremy. Yo. And Jeremy is next to Lamar. Hello. And hey, we're going to do, by request today, uh, 2005, The Ginger, De- the ginger Dead Man. Uh, this, God, God help us. I, 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 I want to note right very quickly that uh, the request came from one of my oldest friends, Paul. Jeremy knows Paul. We all went to high school. Hi, Paul. Um, so we all went to high school together, and our friend Paul said... Uh, you guys should do this movie. And he was very clear about the fact that he had never seen this. And I love this fact, especially knowing from the request uh, from where it came. So has anyone in this room? Seen yeah. This? No, Did but, any of us see this? No. So no. I, I have seen this movie before I watched it for this. Podcast. Oh, God help you. Yeah. Were you aware God of this? Help you. I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I was aware of this because it came out in 2005 when I was working at the movie store, and it came out with another movie called Santa's Sleigh. Mm-hmm. Santa's uh, and Sleigh was amazing. Yeah, yeah. big fans in this room. And so there was a handful, and like, uh, you know, the Jack Frost thing. I think those are all kind of in the same vein. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I have now seen this movie twice. I'm sorry. Were, were you aware that you, no, no, not of its existence. Yeah, were you I, aware that you had seen this before? Yes. Wow. Okay. I mean, the best part about this movie, though, is the fact that it's an hour and 10 minutes yes. long. Yeah. This movie yeah. is an hour and 10 minutes. So let me tell you. <laughs> and a little, it still feels so long. Let me let me tell you a little bit about a little bit about this film. First of all, we got director Charles Band, who we covered a movie by Charles Band once. Tracers or Trancers. I'm sorry. <laughs> Trancers. We, yeah. Yeah. We, we covered Trancers, which I'm still willing go, to go back to Trancers part two. There's a whole Trancers franchise. So he did all the puppet masters, too. All of them? Well, a bunch of them. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot. <laughs> yeah, this guy's got in, himself into a lot of franchises. Colin will break down the Splinter franchises from the D- Ginger Dead Man series, which is like many, uh, to note this. But let me open up a little bit about this. So our friend Paul told us to watch this. I have no regrets, especially knowing uh, this movie is a train wreck and a half. And I hope he had fun watching this. And it gets us uh, a little more into the season. Uh, according to IMDb, an evil yet adorable gingerbread man comes to life with the soul of a convicted killer. This real-life cookie monster wreaks havoc on the girl who sent the killer to the electric chair. And your main star, who who wants to announce our main star? It's not Jimmy Dean. It's, <laughs> it's Gary Busey. Gary Busey uh, stars who, as Millard. Stars. Uh, Gary Busey, the actor, was in this movie for... Three minutes. Yes, correct. <laughs> they they had Gary Busey for an afternoon, um, and they're like, "We're gonna you, we're gonna film you for a couple seconds, so you don't have to change costumes." Gary Busey as Millard Findelmeyer. Findelmeyer. Is it Finkel something? Findle, he does look like Findle, a Findelmeyer. Findelmeyer. Findle, yeah. He still got voice acting checks. So oh, right. yeah. yeah, he does have Findle some Meyer. voice acting in this there. movie. 
I I want to before Paul before you begin though this Charles Brand guy. So I want you guys to think about like when you film a movie, you're a director of a movie. Like you have to write a script, you have to do some storyboarding, you then you get like costume designers, whatever it is. But think about the time that it takes to film like a typical movie. Charles Brand has directed 85 fucking movies, <laughs> dude. <laughs> like how does that how is that even possible? That's because that's he, like multiple movies per okay, okay, wait. No, he's filming them in real time. Yeah, well, this movie took an hour and ten minutes to film. Well, so so I, I I'm gonna give you the Owen Wilson reply. Uh, oh, wow. And, and, well, not in his voice. I'm gonna use an Owen Wilson character, and I think uh uh Mike will be able to spot where it's coming from. Your thesis is positing what if well you're you're positing a director should have a storyboard a script a semblance of ideas and characters and my thesis is what if you don't <laughs> what if your red man pre- presupposes and here we go what if it didn't yeah and so i think you're seeing the proof in the pudding ha <laughs> um oh, it, that's yeah. right uh is that uh you don't need any of those things it seemed I, I could pinpoint that Gary Busey had a contract for 48 hours. It was, we're going to mm-hmm. film you in a diner scene, and that's probably a full day. And I'm going to put you in a studio, and There's you're going to no say way. these written lines. I Yeah, if that diner scene took a day to shoot. <laughs> took, took like They probably <laughs> walked in there with a camera, filmed some shit, and then walked out. How about this? I, I bet he was like, I'm not doing this all in a day. You're going to pay me extra money. and It's going to be two days. Like, I'm not rush, rush, rushing this. Some uh, trivia that was about Home Alone. Uh, it's on the movies that made us on Netflix. Was um, basically John uh, Hughes called in a favor to John Candy. So John Candy's cameo in Home Alone, which P.S. is amazing, um, was, was a really just like a side deal. And it was a 24-hour contract, and uh, the people on that documentary said John Candy worked all 24 of those hours. Like John Hughes, like worked him to the bone on this. Like they were like, you could tell how regretful John Candy was <laughs> by the end of filming all of this. Uh, but apparently, he was still like the nicest dude in the and world. He didn't take a fee for it either. Yeah, I think it was all just like. I could pay you the lowest of like a hundred dollars. Yeah. It was like, like union minimum or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. He didn't take his rate. for. Seems like a lot of just filmed all that. He was having the time. Well, another side, John candy piece of trivia with John Hughes is in a national lampoons vacation. John candy's cameo was $1 million. Wow. It was a, uh, after they filmed the movie and then they went back and filmed, the actual park scenes, which were not originally in there, and they got John Candy for a million dollars, which huh. I'm sure was a lot of money, yeah. uh, and is probably multiple millions now. What do you think they paid Gary Busey for this? Uh, cocaine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, all the yeah, they're like bread men. He, he get to keep the cookies at the end of it. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I don't know that he knows the director. The director seems like a cool dude, as Jeremy said. He's doing weird 80 movies at a time. It's like he has a lot of fun. <laughs> I mean, a lot of the same people yeah. have worked with him. The dude who's the lead in Trancers like, is in five of the six Trancers. Yeah. I like his, <laughs> his evil bong series. Apparently, he's just jumping off yeah, the Yeah, Colin, rails. do you want to jump, jump, jump into these Splinter movies from uh, the get-go? Yeah, sure. So, I mean, so there's the Ginger Dead Man. There's the Ginger Dead Man 2. 
uh, Passion of the Crust, mm-hmm. uh, The Ginger Dead Man 3, I forgot the sub- uh, Saturday Night Cleaver, <laughs> uh, then there's The Ginger Dead Man versus The Evil Bong, uh-huh. then there's The Ginger Weed Man series, and I think there's a handful of those. And this is a break off from The Evil Bong series starring... Tommy Chong, if I'm not mistaken. Your guess is good I like how the Evil Bong series are labeled like one through five, and then there's Evil Bong 666. Oh, nice. And wow, Evil yeah. Bong 777. Oh that takes wow. place in Vegas, get it? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, but however, in post production, there's Evil Bong 888. I have no idea what the hell that could be. <laughs> what, like, what, where's this guy going? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, so. Even if you know the ginger, this movie is as yeah. bad as it is. It he made a career out of this bullshit. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, uh, it's impressive to, to direct eighty-five of anything <laughs> in your lifetime is impressive. Yeah. It's his own universe, bigger than the Marvel universe. Well, that, that's yeah. So he's got like uh, the Puppet Master series. He's got like five different gingerbread-esque things that tie into one another. He's got the Trancers series. Like this guy Ooh. is like one step away from his own network. Yeah, he could do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would watch this it. guy Son in charge of Marvel from here on out Dude, and see well, what comes. What just what happens? I, what happens? What happens if you give this guy a three hundred million dollar per, per movie budget? You know, so, that was the budget of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> to, to be clear, I think this is the worst rated on imdb movie that rabbit troop sucks is done really i'm Do pretty sure it's, it's that, definitely down there right. it's What's like the in, it's like 3.4 i can agree with yikes yeah this movie is a huge huge train wreck but i think a big redeemable quality of this film is it's an hour and 10 minutes i'm like really not joking yeah. about that that this story isn't like dragged on does it make sense no do things happen? I, I mean, guess <laughs> they it takes they place this to in a five. diner for like seven seconds, and then in a bakery for the rest yeah, of the movie. Like, yeah. yeah, like like yeah, in or around the bakery. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's an hour and ten minutes, and the opening credits Mike, sequence totally is this. fifteen minutes <laughs> long. <laughs> <Three minutes. Okay. laughs> this guy knows what he's doing yeah. with this movie. I gotta admit, yeah, the link does help the movie. Yeah. The- yeah, there are a lot of things that drag on every which way, and that is absolutely uh, everything that I note here. That uh, we're opening to the what is it? The Cadillac. The Cadillac Jacks. Yeah, Jacks Hotel. There's a bunch of screams. No, a diner. A, or a diner. It's a diner. <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of screams. The, well, we see the hotel. It's the diner adjacent to it. Sure. This is the one good thing about this movie is that it does have a strong start. It it just fucking <laughs> hard start <goes>. immediately. <laughs> yeah. Not wasting any time. I think in the first three seconds, Gary Busey shoots some chick in the face as he's robbing yeah. a diner. Boom. Yeah. yeah. There, and it, there doesn't really seem to be a rhyme or reason. Like, there's a family hiding at a diner, and he is robbing it and taking money out and killing people. Well, he, yeah, he shoots some lady at the counter eating soup, and then he starts, he shoots the father... Of the family. The father. <laughs> the father. Sorry, just a little foreshadowing for Colin. <laughs> Lamar, Lamar's broken now. Oh, damn. Um, Lamar knows all about the I, father. I do. <laughs> the father. And then he shoots the, the brother. Yeah. And then he starts talking. Well, the, well, the brother gets yeah, talking he real he weird. Talkity. Yeah, yeah the, the brother does get talkity. Well, he's um, enticing him. Uh, 
he shoots the dad, and the brother is a little upset. And a little, <laughs> just a, just a little <laughs> bit. He's, he's perturbed. Yeah, he's like, well, this, this is not the lunch I was expecting. Hey, come on, guys. <laughs> Do you think he tipped? Still? This is going to affect the rating that I give this diner on Yelp. Yeah, right? totally. Yeah, I kind of read this a little bit differently. I kind of thought that. Uh, Gary Busey was like, "Oh, I hear someone," and the the brother stood up to kind of sacrifice himself for so the, the sister. sister didn't. Yeah, that's that's I think. Yeah, correct. to give this a, a little bit of like, hey, you know what? They kind of had a little bit of direction, and something was almost kind of okay, okay about this. Yeah, but we, I mean, fundamentally, I don't know that we know why Gary Busey is in this diner shooting people. Yeah, that's. I don't think that was. We will never know. He needed but he, 20 bucks. Well, yeah. He, sure. he starts clowning. He's like, oh, I smell something feminine. You're a big sissy. He lots, starts calling a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Lots of like, lots of bitch talk about the brother. Yeah, this is in 2005. Yeah. 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 But th- so then he, he does shoot the brother. Uh, no. After he stabs he him. Stabs so, him. So he stabs him. Oh, he, that's he, right. He does He puts stab the gun him. down. He's like, you know, you should grab it and shoot me. And the brother's like, oh, I'm going to be all tough and does it. And Gary Busey whips out a knife and just stabs him repeatedly. <laughs> Doesn't he have a line here? Gary Busey's lines are mostly one-liners. Uh, I don't know. He calls yeah. for the sister, which is really gross. He's like, here, kitty. Yeah. Oh, was that, like, uh, yeah. that was like gross. He, he says kitty too many times. Yes. Was, yeah. yeah. Any times would have been too many, and he just went for it. Yeah. Um, but he also starts kind of like talking to himself, like, I'll spare the girl, but no, I have to honor my mother. I'm sorry, mother. Like, what the fuck is Well, I, I I think I put that together. So after watching this movie, mm-hmm. so right now he starts having like this mental breakdown mm-hmm. and he's calling out for his mother. He's like, oh, like I've got to honor her. And in my heart, knowing that I've seen the movie, it is pure. He is on cocaine and this is ad libs. This is, this is nonsense. <laughs> so he yeah. wasn't given a script <laughs> that he for was this. Pull- he's just going. He's pulling from the ether. He was given yeah. a script and he just ripped it in half. It's like, <laughs> yeah. I'm at the BC way. Well, he, he had to honor his mother. Out of the air, like, <laughs> He's like, listen, Charles, I made promises, but listen, mother. And then, you know, it wasn't just, you know, donut dusting at that diner. Uh, it was a, it was a, dr- it was a gravy train of drugs, friend. <laughs> yeah. A, gra- a gravy train with biscuit wheels. <laughs> of um, drugs. <laughs> but then he does, he shoots at the sister. Well, he had to honor his mother. Oh, well, obviously. I don't, it, unclear if he hit the, yeah. the it, sister or not. It, it, right. It, looked like he shot right at her it did, it did look like it he did he, he did right but i mean at no point in the future of this movie when we meet this person again is there any indication that she no. was shot at some point no she's not walking she doesn't limp or anything. yeah she doesn't bring it up it's not like a plot that's point. true in, in her contract there was i don't have any scars yeah no. like, i'm just the hot piece yeah mm. i wear the low-rise jeans all movie yeah crop um, tops yeah the yeah. crop top uh but that's it I do have a random note about this movie that I just somehow saw like into this, you know, beginning was the tagline on IMDb for this movie is out of the oven and into your heart. <laughs> into your heart. Yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, ah, damn it. Did, words. Did, uh, did you even read the intro to uh, what this movie is supposed to be? Yeah. I did we do so, that? Didn't I? I don't know. I don't know. You did. Yeah. I thought you did. Yeah, something about a gingerbread man. Yeah, okay, <laughs> an, an evil yet adorable gingerbread man. Yeah, yeah adorable. Sure. Adorable. He, the gingerbread man, looks like a fucking cow patty that has come to life. Oh god. I, yeah. So, God help me. Oh god. I have like a real favorite moment of this movie. Okay. And so, this girl we find out is the girl who was shot, like the surviving member over all of this family. Well, she lost her dad. She lost her brother. Mm-hmm. And her name is Sarah. 
and she's missing her family, and it turns out it's her brother's birthday. I don't really remember how this is known, <laughs> but so she starts going. I, I have notes about this. So <laughs> she starts going through some news clips, and it's highlighting like she was part of capturing this guy Millard and various other things. And you guys can add here in a second. But they're overdubbing some things that Millard, i.e. Gary Busey, was saying. And he's he he makes a threat. <laughs> he goes, I'll get you. I'll get you from beyond the grave. <laughs> and he just randomly says that. And I've been thinking about that since I've seen this movie. And God damn it, that's my go-to for everyone now. <laughs> Anytime someone wrongs me, I'm totally throwing it. I'm going to get you from beyond the grave. That is so <laughs> effing serious. Like, yeah, there's but, no, there's no timeline to that. You but, can get them anytime. But now. the thing was, I don't think it was overdubbed when he was like executed. It was just like when he was captured. Like he <laughs> went to that immediately. <laughs> That's that his was, go-to line. I, I know. Like that dude's a genius. Like if I get caught for anything, I'm gonna promise all of you from beyond the grave. I'm coming from you from beyond the grave. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it turns oh, out yeah. the recipe is super fucking easy, so yeah, why not? Isn't so, sure uh, what, do is something similar? Remember Shocker? Didn't he do something similar? I like, how am I come back? <laughs> you got it, baby. <laughs> well, yeah, oh, that's what I yeah, mainly yeah, remember yeah, from yeah, Shocker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you take uh, you take the electric cables from beyond the TV, and you get Mike going, yeah, baby. Uh, <laughs> hey, Somehow from beyond, like. You know, grant me this power to shock you, baby. Um, you got to plan these things ahead. You're going to die. Make these threats now. Yeah. Don't wait until <laughs> you're there. <laughs> I'm like, I've been thinking about I'm like, this guy was a genius. From beyond the grave. Yeah. He, he knew. You called Gary Busey a genius. I want you to note that. I really <laughs> thought about like modern day politicians. I thought about like what people say to like gotcha journalism feud wars on mm-hmm. you know social media this guy is so ahead of his time like i it's so small potatoes this guy's like future forward like dude that's only in a lifetime i will get you from beyond the grave is forever mm-hmm. um wow i'm gonna get you from beyond the grave is forever is is something i should write down mike that should be a uh, a shirt okay <laughs> that's gonna be a shirt i'll see what there I. there you know. go yeah. <laughs> but yeah so so let me ask you this though. Yeah. So in the diner scene, this girl, she was a young girl, like maybe six, seven years old. No. It, it was like no, it was she, like a, it was like a week much prior. Older. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. So like she this is the one thing I like about this movie because she, like it cut she's you know that she lives from this shot in the diner. Mm-hmm. And she's reminiscing on her brother. She's looking at these news articles, and within a literally 15 second period of time passing in this movie we learn that this guy was captured convicted like executed his remains were burned wait wait wait, wait, we don't know that yet no 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 no. jeremy are you unaware that out of all of the franchises this is part of the judge dread franchise (laughs) (laughs) he was tried convicted sentenced yeah, Judge Dredd brought him T- in. Turned into gingerbread immediately. <laughs> this is an hour and ten minute movie. You have to economize your your time here. That's Judge what I'm saying. Like, they, like within fifteen seconds, because like it literally explains how this guy comes to be. Well, it doesn't really explain it, but 
like his yeah. his remains get dumped in this like vat of dough. I, I actually have a question about that. I don't know why they became in possession of the remains. Well, someone so, well, a man so the remains were sent to his mother. Yeah. yeah. So the, and I think the mother, like I don't know, somehow yeah. sent the remains to I, this bakery. I think that's what's implied: is that the the urn of the ashes is sent back home to the mother. Yes. And then they get this mysterious package on the door that's just labeled gingerbread. But why would it be yeah. sent to the mother? Well, no, they, it was sent to their family bakery. Okay, so let, yeah, let's let's we're we're conflating a lot of stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of yeah. Yeah, let, let's take it scene by scene. So, girls at the bakery. It's her brother's dead brother's birthday he would it's a real boo situation. Yeah. yeah yeah so she's like oh bro i hope they have strippers in lone star in heaven because you fucking love titty bars bro oh he really and he was did. gonna turn 21 really, too really yeah did. um that was his big moment it's so fucking bad it's so bad oh god so yeah nice. so and she's looking at news clippings of findelmeyer and that's where we get the exposition exposition about him being captured then there's a knock at the door and she opens it, and we see someone wearing a fucking cloak, like Frank Costanza's lawyer, <laughs> walking away after having left a cook, like a bucket of gingerbread seasoning. No, it was a box. A box of gingerbread seasoning. Um, and then, like, the in the next scene, someone is reading a newspaper article about Findelmeyer getting executed, and how the ash he was cremated, and the ashes were sent to the mother. But his, why? His mother. Oh. Yeah, but yeah, not their yeah, not their like fucking Spindlemeyer's mother. Yeah. <laughs> mother. But during the scene was so confusing because they got the box and then there was a giant, like a giant can or a like you know a, a of, yeah. of, of like that was labeled gingerbread that they pour this box oh, of gingerbread yeah. mix yeah. into. Well, they were <laughs> out of gingerbread seasoning. <laughs> Evidently, yeah, they just, it was good timing. Just, yeah. yeah, yeah. But next to the empty thing of gingerbread seasoning, there's also an empty bottle of Jack Daniels. Oh. Because this chick's mother is a fucking lush. She's a booze hound. Yeah. Which she's, isn't super important. She, she's a hero to us all. Yeah. I am still uncertain why the cremated remains of Millard were sent to this bakery. Accidentally. No, no I mean, no, no, that's no. the whole crux they of this were, movie. Yeah. They, so, they weren't sent to yeah. it accidentally. Someone brought them here yeah. deliberately. Presumably yeah. Fendelmeyer's mother. So there's like a three oh, yeah. second scene of when she goes up. So someone knocks at the door. She gets all nervous. She's like, who is it? Go to the front entrance. She goes back there and answers the door anyway. And then does a brief cut down the alley to someone in a dark cloak turning a corner. Yeah. So this there's this mysterious package. It's just labeled gingerbread mix that she brings in, opens up and mixes in with all of her own stuff for no fucking reason. And I think the the point is like the kind of assumption is that's yeah. like the mom or someone related to the family puts the the urn the the ashes or something into this mix so that they will for some reason I mean, make it, him into being. It has to be the mother, yeah. I guess. So the so crazy yeah. okay. So then the crazy thing is, it clearly needs an ingredient, and you need blood. And so Brick, which is one of the other baker assistants helpers, like I don't really know his role in this. Oh, like, you mean? Butcher Baker. Butcher, yes. <laughs> yeah. WWE. Yeah. yeah. Lamar, what do you think about his wrestling techniques? <laughs> Lamar loves wrestling. He, he wouldn't make it. No. He is what we would call in the wrestling business a jobber. 
<laughs> just a string being now guy, isn't yeah, jobber the origin of the word jabroni it is yeah. kind of yes okay. nice. <laughs> <laughs> there's a deep rich history of that word okay and how it integrates into wrestling lore but yeah, pretty much yeah jobber, i was thinking about jabroni same thing when i hashtag things i don't know if i really want to put jobber in one of our hashtags so, uh, <laughs> you don't want it no no you, at all. you definitely do <laughs> <laughs> well it depends on what you're looking for there let's ginger man jobber. see what happens ginger jobber. Looking for ginger jobbers, we're, we're open for that. Yeah, what, what can go wrong? <laughs> no, we'll be fine. What can go wrong with a ginger jobber? So, what this guy's name is Brick. Brick. I think it's Brick. 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 Oh. I didn't pick up on that. He it also is. mentions how much the brother loved strippers because they really want you to know. They all know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, I have him labeled as doofus. So it's so I it's, also have him labeled. As doofus. <laughs> He's a doofus. Yeah. He's a doofus. So what? I guess this is my confusion because this is matter of fact but brick is you know opening like this box and he's like i need to put this into the gingerbread mix and cuts his hand and he bleeds into the ashes of millard well he cuts his hand somewhere separately and he's like oh my god how and what's her name sarah's like oh let me help you and they tend to the wound directly (laughs) over an open box of seasoning (laughs) and it's and a lot of blood. Too. Oh my god! So, yeah, much blood. so I wanted those. Uh, so ethically, I would have done the whole thing. Like this, yeah. super gross. Yeah. It was. This is not a good bake. It wasn't on their order manifest anyway. Yeah. So it's just who cares? Just throw it away. Yeah. Also, Had they adhered to like hygiene policy, this movie would have never taken place. Well, also, like, I mean, not that you're always going to taste every seasoning, but wouldn't you notice that your gingerbread seasoning doesn't smell like gingerbread and smells like? burnt dead person well, as lamar said there's so much blood like listen i don't want to cut corners and ethically they should dump it like yeah but the, like if there's a drop of blood well, you might scoop a little out there was uh, well, it's, it's a, a there's a lot of blood wound of blood going into this it was <laughs> alarming and that dude probably needs stitches um so it's not just a little amount of blood it's a lot of blood well she offers to go to the hospital with him to get stitched he's like he's like nah butcher baker's fine i gotta go to a wrestling uh, match butcher peace out baker that's yeah and he wants to take her because oh yeah. he's infatuated with her yeah well she she's not into that no no, no one would be um next up i is this where we meet the drunk mother uh, yeah, old woman. No. She's shooting oh, shotguns yeah. no, out of her. There is a there's a scream from the one of one of many screams from the front of the house, and she goes out uh, to the front of the house and she meets Julia. Oh, is that the the titty chick? Yeah, that's how I have. Okay, yeah, the what? one who's who, who she who might be Hispanic. Sh- like, yeah, she <laughs> might be Hispanic. We're not sure oh, because yeah. she does not talk with an accent, but then speaks Spanish she periodically. Says loco yeah. Every yeah. Once in a while. Yeah. Well, it was you know she saw a lot of Taco Bell commercials. Yeah, it was of the time. <laughs> That's where the terrible acting really kicks it up a notch. Yeah. Yes. Holy shit. Oh, oh yeah. God. This is, oh, this is where she narrates about uh, Findelmeyer being cremated. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Okay. And the ashes being sent to yeah. her mom. Yeah. And, and immediately, like, clearly now we know that that seasoning box was ashes. Yep. Obvs. Yeah. That's a bad seasoning box. Yeah. Why gingerbread, though? Was that his favorite? Was it That's seasonal? True. Like it's the this, holidays. This, this is not this a Christmas could have been, movie. Yeah, a spring movie, <laughs> yeah. and they're making gingerbread in the spring like a bunch of fucking idiots. I didn't think about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, well, spring breaks a holiday. Maybe there's only they wanted. She wanted him to come back to life as a human shaped thing. That's what I was thinking. So like, you can't do chocolate chip. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> This this is when we get to meet the rival of the bakery. Jimmy Dean rolls up. Foghorn Leghorn. Jimmy Dean <laughs> and and his daughter Lorna roll up. 
And yeah, he, <laughs> it's just like Mike said. And he's, <laughs> oh, well, oh, well. God, he's, like, he's like, well, oh, well, Sarah. And you know, all I could think of is the accents they use from the state Lamar. Like, <laughs> <laughs> mighty fine, mighty fine. Oh, well. it, was, it was like, well, oh, well, Sarah. <laughs> Seems like your pie shop ain't doing so good. And I am going to make you a brilliant offer. And I like Lorna goes, $50,000 goes a long way at Walmart. I love that line. Yeah. That was a sweet line. And I was like, damn right it does. Like, what are we getting? We're going to have a lot of fun. Well, I mean, he's he's positing that, like, with $50,000, like, you could just, you, you and your mother could retire. You don't even need this bakery. That doesn't seem like. Yeah, it, evidently, this movie took place in Waco in yeah. 1930. Like, oh, oh, because she is Miss Pretty Face Waco. Yeah. yeah. Don't know if this is Waco or not. It is a small Texas town, I'm assuming. Also, uh, did anyone pick up on Sarah's last name? I no. did not. It's Sarah Lee. Wow. Oh, nice. Oh, so, so, this is wow. America. I didn't, I didn't know this is based on a true story. Yeah, this is, this is the origin story of, of all the Sarah Lee treats that you enjoy. So, you got a Jimmy Dean and a Sarah Lee in this movie. Yes. Yeah. What the fuck's going on here? Match made in heaven. So, uh, our, our buddy uh, Charles Band was in Target one day doing his grocery shopping. He's like, you know what? I'm going to use all these names. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. <laughs> Well, the thing is, uh, the the turning point of this movie, trying to get at some emotional pull, is Sarah realizes this offer might be uh, her option, her only option. She's pretty sad. Um, th- things are down, or sales are down. She's down. Her mom's drinking all the time. Uh, she knows this like very directly. And I'm like, that's really sad. And this is what I wrote. We're 20 minutes into this movie, and there's a real lack of the ginger dead man. <laughs> I was like, you got get some gingerbread action going. I was like, I don't have time for Sarah's antics. I want to see this. And so she takes this dough. I want to note right now, there is so much blood in the dough that it's half <laughs> red. Like, if we're yeah. talking about cross contamination, like maybe you should be like, holy shit, like there's so much GD blood in this that uh, this is just not good for anyone. But she rolls it out and takes mm-hmm. this ginormous, <laughs> like, yeah, like, a giant gingerbread. Like, it's, I definitely know, I had to look at it for a while. I was like, this is definitely over a foot and tall. Oh, this is like 16, big. 18 inches. Like, this is crazy. It was so big, she only made one, <laughs> one, one gingerbread cookie. Then I just know because oh I don't know the terminology. So bad. I don't know the terminology. I just wrote, then she puts it in the baking kiln. Yeah, what the fuck was what this? It was like a, a walk-in walk in oven. oven. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I, I googled walk-in oven. Evidently, it's a thing. Yeah. Sure. But uh, I thought it was like a refrigerator that they just put an orange light in. and That's what it, it looked like, yeah. yeah. No, I work next to a Well, and there's a lot of like shit that. that takes place in this oven throughout the course of the oh, next God, 45 yeah. minutes. Also... Do you walk into these? Like, so yeah, if it's you a walk, I wouldn't. I would never walk into an <laughs> There's oven. There's a door like that, and you can no way. easily walk right in. Yeah, but you don't, right? <laughs> you like, don't. Well, you do to load she in. Does, you put I guess. all the bread on a rack, and then you throw the rack in there. Yeah, okay. But yeah, you can essentially just take a step in there. Sure. So, okay, how big is this building that they're in? That, you know, I made a note about that because when you sh- yeah. show a shot of it at the beginning and it looks really small. From the but outside, it's a small side, storefront. It's a like little mom pop factory. bakery. Yeah, and, but in the back, yeah, there are like kilns and it's walk-in clearly, and mixers. Yeah, it's Like it's big different. enough that people are screaming and getting murdered on one side and you cannot hear it from the other side. <laughs> well, I mean, I can answer this. I don't know the exact square footage, but okay. I think the answer is how big is Gary Busey's personal meth lab? 
That, is that where they filmed this? Well, now, now, now you know the exact square footage in your mind. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Colin, I like that. Oh, God. Also, can we talk about how bad the music in this movie is? I didn't even notice. Did you not? No. Oh, wow. No. It's I like I notice very little in this yeah, movie. Yeah, Mike, I often write side music notes, and I don't even know. Wow. Okay, well, I want you all to go back Score. and watch this again. No. It's, it's, like if someone, <laughs> it's, it's like if someone listened to like Home Alone. You know, orchestral. Okay, I know. remember it now. And then <laughs> oh, they were yeah. like, now recreate this from memory on a Casio keyboard. I did make that. Is, that that like, is what the soundtrack is. Yeah, it's like, wow, this is kind of Home Alone-esque, except no, it's it not. It is fucking awful. Wow. I think that's a good point. Anyway, that, that would, that's that's all I have for that. So yeah, so Brick leaves because uh, Sarah's being mopey and he doesn't yeah. want to deal with that anymore, so he bails. And then uh, the... Uh, was it her name, Lorna? Yeah. Lorna she Dean shows up with she a rat. Shows up the Lorna. rat, and the rat is the best actor in this movie. By far. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. She's trying to plant a rat to so that they'll sell this place because Jimmy Dean's opening up a a real swanky like restaurant across the street, and right. I don't want my, An eatery. My, my my high paying eatery customers looking at your your shitty little bakery. Well, I say, I say, I say Sarah, I say. <laughs> clock clock, Sarah. <laughs> Wait, so Sarah Lee, uh, Jimmy Dean. Lord, is that supposed to be like Lorna Dune? Ooh, shit, Maybe. yeah, or whatever. I'm gonna, look, I'm gonna look this up right now. Is, I, you're probably right. Um, yeah. Damn, Jim, I didn't yeah, catch the, on G- that. The Jimmy Dean Empire. Oh shit! And the other, the bad a- boy, Amos, Amos Cadbury. Yeah. Amos. Oh my god. It's all fucking. It's coming together. Bullshit. <laughs> you were right, man. This guy just took everything off a Target yeah. shelf and was like, "These are the characters." My favorite part about uh, Amos, the guy Damn. we're gonna meet. Uh, soon is that no one could quite agree on how to pronounce his name. I think Sarah insisted on calling him Amos. Amos yep. <laughs> oh, and uh, bake sale customer. That's no. I don't remember any of those bake sale customers, but there were a bunch no. in the credits. So you're telling me is you get super high. And then you're like, oh, wow, it is only noon. <laughs> and then you go into 7-Eleven and you start making notes for a meeting that you're about to go into. And you're like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. There's these cookies. And then, you know, there's this like there's baked goods. And I'm going to buy all of them and I'm going to throw them on a table with other bags of cocaine and tell <laughs> these producers to be like, I've got this idea, but first you need to do this cocaine and then we're going to sign this contract and then I'm going to give you these baked goods. And thus this movie was born. Okay. I believe that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that sounds reasonable. Mm -hmm. That tracks. Um, (laughs) But okay. So back to the best actor in the movie, the rat that Lorna Dean was planting. Uh, Sarah catches her planting the rat. And she says fifty thousand dollars is too much for you. Yeah, and then they have a pretty sexy cream pie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my god! Pie to the face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I well, I mean that's her first move. Like you're trying to ruin my business, my reputation. I'm gonna throw a pie at your face. Um, I don't see the problem. Yeah, that seems reasonable. No, yeah. but this this pie fight continues into the back warehouse portion of the bakery. Oh boy. Um, right into the circuit breaker. Right, I just wrote electric weirdness. There is electric weirdness. <laughs> Fra- Frankenstein to live. Yeah. yeah. That effect. Yeah. We, and now we, shit's alive. Yeah, we see the ginger dead man coming alive. Uh, Millard is now mm-hmm. Cookie Man. and There's some CGI going on here. Oh, <laughs> it oh. is questionable. Oh, is there? There, there, there is something happening. Um, yeah. And the overdubbing is just the worst. You hear... 
Uh, what I assume is Gary Busey just walking around his house every day, like God damn it! I'll they get just put you a microphone and... in his in his apartment. Yeah, like they're gonna <laughs> get it. And you, you don't yeah. know. Well, as one, I don't remember which of the girls said this. What's that? That was Lorna for sure. Was she, it Lorna? Yeah, because yeah, okay. uh, there, like, Amos pops in and breaks him up. Oh, so yeah, so Amos, some other random guy, yeah. uh, out of nowhere. I, honestly, for the first ten minutes that he was on screen. I thought this was the doofus from earlier. Brick? Yeah, I thought yeah. it was Brick. Well, they Just say wearing that. a, a they bad say boy that. <laughs> They say that. Uh, when all three of them there are there, Lorna, Sarah, and Amos. Is it Amos? Well, yeah. we don't know because yeah. they all pronounce I'm it I'm going to say Amos. I think yeah. I'm going to say Amos cookies. Amos. Yeah. Famous Amos Cadbury. Uh, they're like, ah, oh, it's Brick's, uh, Brick is playing pranks. Like, he's known for this. So this oh, is yeah. what's happening. Mm-hmm. And Lorna... Uh, believes immediately that it's black magic. Yeah, yeah. So she buys it right away. Yeah, that takes her. I just wrote, Lorna believes it's black magic, and I just wrote, nice. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, she, so she, she wonders aloud and panicked, what is this? And It's black magic. And, well, and, and, and what does the gingerbread, the, the ginger dead man say? No one? It was like, um, it's not well, the fucking Pillsbury Doughboy. It sure ain't the Pillsbury Doughboy. It's the Pillsbury Doughboy. So I, I love the writing in this scene because when Amos comes in, he absolutely accurately assesses the situation from like a real world perspective. Where, like everything is oh, fucking yeah. bullshit. This yeah. is, mm-hmm. nothing is going on right now. Seriously, and then Lorna, yeah. with the exact same amount of accuracy in world, says exactly what's going on. And it's amazing. I, I like his assessment of it because she explains what's happening. He's like, okay, we got to capture this thing. Yeah. And they're like, no, we yeah. got to. Yeah. He's like, yeah, he it, says, we're taking it to fucking. If, if you're right, we're taking it to. Yeah, he says, how much money can you make off a no, talking no. cookie? He says, how much <laughs> dough? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. Got him. Because you got to have puns. This movie, 90% of it is a pun from, the, from here well, on out. That's how Gary Busey's, Busey's uh, career got started. He yeah. brought in a gingerbread man to a producer, and he's like, "This thing's alive." And they're like, "We're you're hired, you're they, hired, buddy." <laughs> was okay. Was Gary Busey ever a good, respected actor? Like, did anyone ever like this guy? Point Break, dude. He's been in like some good films. Yeah, okay. like Point Break, so, Predator Two. Point I mean, Break. Okay, yeah, well, Predator let's two. Predator Two. <laughs> I love Predator 2, but I don't know that I can assign him as being like a good actor in it. No, he's uh, not a good actor I, at all. 24 at hours, all. I think, is, or 48 oh, yeah, hours. Yeah, 48 hours. Yeah, is pretty great. That That's Nick Nolte. is Nick Nolte. Oh, fuck. He, we, you, <laughs> can always confuse, you can always confuse Nick Nolte. You're right. <laughs> you can always confuse well, Nick that, that, that Lethal Weapon 1. That proves my point even more. Yeah, I even, exactly. I even agreed to it. Then I was like, yeah. wait a minute. That doesn't yeah, sound no. Okay. <laughs> Gary, he's, yeah, he's uh, always been a big crazy weirdo. I, the yeah. first time I saw him was in Under Siege. There we and go. I thought, I'm like, yeah. He's just like he's a big just crazy be, weirdo. Like, a crazy weirdo, yeah. and that's all I know him as. <laughs> Gary, if Gary Busey in the previous movie we reviewed came out during that like little city scene, like where the insane people were, like you would be like, yeah, that that makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gary Busey's the king of the Jim Cotta <laughs> <laughs> crazy people. Damn right. To yeah. me. He, he probably would be. 
to me, Gary Busey's always been just the meme, just, <laughs> just a wild guy. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's a living meme. <laughs> yeah. A joke from American Dad where he gets drunk. He's like, yeah, that's, this is how I do all my stunts. <laughs> Let's get drunk and go limp and do all your stunts. <laughs> get drunk and go limp. It's my a, Thanksgiving it's a great, weekend, It's a Thank great you. episode. <laughs> that's how you do all your stunts. That's how you do it. Just get drunk and go limp. Well, Lorna at this time calls Daddy. Uh, who is Jimmy Dean. Mm -hmm. Uh, He doesn't believe any of this and hangs up. Uh, We then get a hard hard cut to mom, who is just walking around with a now almost empty bottle of Jack Daniels. Mm -hmm. Uh, And she uh, sees a rat. Is that what it? Yeah, yeah, mom sees the rat. She wants to shoot the rat. Yeah, Yeah, so she gets a gun. She's she's loaded in two ways, in the gun and off the booze. And uh, then we hear a couple snickers and giggles, and uh oh, it's it's Millard as the ginger dead man. Yeah, and we get the classic, "I'm gonna quit drinking" gag. Yeah, um, that, that's the end of that. That's what she says as yeah. she puts down the bottle. There's Scooby Doo music playing in the background too. And this is a very classic ginger dead man line. Ever try lady finger as he cuts off the mom's finger? Yeah, nice. She doesn't like it. No, but it's okay. <laughs> My next note is, it was a man, a gingerbread man. Does someone say that? Wait, wait. Uh, my, so, yes. My okay. ne- so, my next note is, the mom eventually says that. She does say that later okay, on. That, okay, I, that's well, what it was. I, I think she calls out that it's Millard right away. Does, does she? she not? I well, I don't know. She comes to, and it, he immediately says, maybe you should stop drinking, you lush. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like harsh she just cut off her finger so the mom who is betty i think this is the first time i actually learned her name mm-hmm. betty does know it's millard and uh i think she's wondering where julia is no oh, julia, she arrives yeah yeah she comes because so julia is supposed to take her home she escapes out the back to is, come back to the store is and then she Ju- the maybe hispanic one yeah okay and then julia yeah. shows up being like oh no she snuck out the back and now i have to find the mom or else sarah will get mad at me yeah uh, no. and then she and gets it, clobbered and this is back. where and this is where the mom is talking to julia she's like i was attacked by this man a d- gingerbread man yeah <laughs> <laughs> <Okay. laughs> um I mean, this it's we're, we're moving fast now. There's a lot of things happening. Uh, Foghorn Leghorn shows up in his car. Well, well, well and so when Julia comes, she gets smacked in the back of the she, head. Yeah, yeah, and, then and he turns knock, into, a, into a big fucking cookie. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. big cherries on her nipples. With big cherry tits. Yeah, <laughs> I wrote cherries on the nipples because yeah. that's exact. It was very bizarre. And oh I my god. Well, I, I mean, well, where, where where are you gonna put them cherries? Oh, he only uh, did that so he can say yeah, he exactly. was up sugar tits. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Well, the, Mel well, Gibson's in this movie. Well, the, we also get a lot of bonding moments at this point in time. Sarah and Lorna start bonding, and Sarah's like, <laughs> "Like, why? Like, I know you're really tough, and like, you're trying to come at me, but like, we're in a situation." And then they're like, "Lorna's like, listen, I'm gonna give you some advice. Like, I get really defensive when you're trying to like flirt with my man. Amos is my man." And she's like, oh, are you serious? She's like, no, I'm not serious, but I'm serious when people flirt with my man. And she's also like, he basically does what I tell him to do. Like, this guy isn't forever. Uh, I'm just playing him. This is how I'm in all relationships. But you should learn from me. Like, we could bomb like sisters. Like, that's kind of how they're talking. Like, yeah. we could be more friends. Uh, but it's very clear. You could, be, Lorna, you could be a giant bitch like me. <laughs> yeah, it's very clear. Like, Lorna could be like, you could be my subservient. Um, mm-hmm. But like, we could bomb that way. 
Does no one think to leave the bakery? I was just about to mention they like, could leave at any time. You? Do that. Not locked in. What are you talking about? What? Are you guys <laughs> so they don't have the budget to leave the bakery. <laughs> no, we got the one scene. Um, well, They're still, but they are still on the mission to capture this guy. They they do want to capture this they, little guy. They run outside at one point. So when when the father shows up, when Jimmy Dean shows up, yeah, the father, the father, <laughs> uh, he gets out of his car, and the ginger dead man gets in the car uh-huh. and, and using and a rolling pin. My favorite scene of the movie. For Dri- like yeah, driving the rolling pins. Yeah, just runs them the like, fuck like over. Sh- like short rounds. <laughs> yeah. So at some point they do come out to see this and then they go, I believe, right back inside. <laughs> well, at this point in time, they do split up again and Amos and Sarah start bonding. Again, how big is... Th- how big is this bakery that they're splitting up? Well, I think because Lorna wants to leave. She's kind of throwing a little fit. They now. should all be leaving. It, well... Yeah, <laughs> they can outrun a ginger yeah. dead man. I think. So. Oh yeah, easily. He doesn't know where they're at. He's got tiny little legs. Yeah, it's not like the Dude, sex This is exactly follows. like uh, Demon Knight. Like, as soon as I saw this little fucking gingerbread man hop out of this <laughs> oven, I would have been on a bus, on a cab, an no. Uber, whatever, and I would have been in the next state. Like before this movie was ever done filming. I hear you, Jeremy. I would have been yes. like dialing that Uber and like, sh- like I would have been like reserving it at the two blocks. I would be running towards that Uber. Yeah. So when it got there, I would simultaneously be getting into it. <laughs> um, and I'd just be like, yes, I did no. pinpoint. We were driving out of the city and scenes. <laughs> yeah. At no point would I be like, I should get this fucking and get on Fallon tonight. <laughs> The reason you can't go outside is because when, when Lorna goes outside, she finds her dead dad and then immediately steals a ring from his corpse. She's yeah. not really torn up. Well, she's she bad acting yeah. torn yeah. up well, about she, it. She does say, like, I'll miss you, dad. Yeah. It, it is terrible. Yeah. I almost touching. vomited. <laughs> oh, my God. And then, I, thought, uh, I, thought, I thought that was where the acting shined in this movie. God damn. And then, <laughs> this is where uh, Amos and Sarah find Julia all whipped creamed up. And this is my favorite part because they kind of just hose her off and put a blanket on her, and they're like, "She's fine. <laughs> she's not. Yeah, con- right. She's she doesn't have a concussion. She got a good. She's just in shock. Yeah, yeah. yeah, she'll be fine." And they just <laughs> yeah. like they leave her on this cold floor with a thin blanket, and she's well, like spazzing she's out. And she like, probably she's felt fine. warm. She was covered in like whipped cream and like cake batter, and <laughs> I think they hosed her off or something. Yeah, they, something <laughs> yeah. mentioned about her not getting hypothermia, so they put her on the floor, and like she'll gradually get her body up the yeah that's the way that speed. works i don't know what the fuck well well, well, dur- well during this time it's really nice because we do get a little more backstory about sarah and i know that's what everyone wanted in this film yeah not, not ginger <laughs> more Man, lore but, yeah. uh, but you know sarah's uh you know uh, how she's doing checking in like i'm on a social profile and amos is like oh like what's up girl like how did you know that she's only unconscious but not dead and she's like well I've been taking night classes at the local community college and I've been learning all sorts of stuff and maybe I'll one day become a nurse. He's like, hey, no, girl, you can become a doctor. You can become a surgeon. You're smart, girl. And she's like, oh, my God, I am smart. And this guy's a dreamboat. Um, I'm, I'm going to say that just out of one. That's literally how it fucking shakes up. Dude. Like, he's not even exaggerating. If you, oh, my God. This movie is so fucking bad. Amos is the perfect man. Well, I don't think yeah. they said you say that. Amos is the perfect man. I mean, in this world, for sure. 
in this yeah, world, a, yeah. He's a bad boy with a heart of gold. Yeah, he's never. He doesn't say he's he. <laughs> I, I think he always says the correct thing, yeah. basically, to you know get Sarah to dig him a little bit he's, more. He's got a sweet eyebrow ring. He's got a gun. Yeah. Um. He's yeah. kind of a bad boy, but he's sensitive. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's got, he believes he's in got a six-round revolver that shoots fucking 400 bullets. Yeah. <laughs> I guarantee you he has got a mixed CD in his car of new metal. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Those shorts are definitely listening to new metal. That, Two years ago, he probably like had those like big black like bulky pants. The Jinkos. Yeah. No, yeah. was it Jinko or was it post Jinko? Oh, but this doesn't matter. No, but yeah, yeah those are they're fucking ridiculous. <laughs> uh, What's amazing is there's literally only like eight minutes left in this movie. That's now. correct. Yeah, so, so Lorna walks back in and she gets slashed in the face. And this is my favorite part because if you have closed caption on, uh, which I always have to do because these things are impossible to understand. Mm-hmm. This is where a satirically dramatic orchestral music box pops up. <laughs> and is that, this, that's what it's that's said. what it's called. Okay. Yeah, the, the self awareness of the music at least was. Ginger Dead notable. Man also gets a nice quip in. How about a facial? Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, hey, golf clap. And then uh, this is where the rat. Next up is where the rat's acting chops really come into play. Yeah. As Ginger Dead Man argues with a rat. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell is that? The rat's there. Ginger Dead Man's there. He's like, yeah, I'm going <laughs> to. What the you f- rat? <laughs> <laughs> and Just threatening a rat. The rat fucking kicks his ass, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Out of all the, all, oh, I was going to say all the people, out of all the things to, to give uh, Ginger Dead Man uh, a bit of a struggle, that rat is relentless. And you've got to give props to that rat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, Lorna's walking around and she's pretty pretty slashed up. Mm-hmm. She's, yeah. she's she's now like they're gonna think I'm a freak. Yeah, she's yeah, freaking out. I think she calls Amos ugly or something. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's like you know yeah something like he's like it's really not that bad and he's just like it doesn't matter because you're ugly. Yeah, that's what it was. Her true colors. Her true yeah. colors are yeah. shining now. Her, her true colors that we saw all along. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Her true colors became truer. <laughs> she's wearing them on her sleeve and now they're sleevier. <laughs> um, I like that uh, at some point in time. Oh wait, wait. Uh, she's she's about to get super dead. Uh, she 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 like leaves. Oh, she tries to leave, sets off a trap, and a knife goes right into the back of her head. I think it's the front of her. Or the head. front she's of her. Head. Head. Yeah, she gets stabbed in the front. Oh, I, yeah. I just wrote she's super dead. Yeah. yeah. I don't. Oh, yeah. I have no idea how that booby trap worked at all. Nope. No one does. But now, but now that she set it off, all the rest could probably go through that door. Uh, yeah. Probably. Um, she but, took one for the team. Well, they they find the mother in the oven, which kind of takes the wind out of their sails a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, so is... there's also yelling and taunting and just sh- like randomly shooting. Oh yeah, there's a lot of yeah. shit. Talking. Oh, Amos is randomly shooting. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, part of uh, Amos's appeal is that he is an incredible detective. Because they found that one finger, and he immediately inferred that it was pointing. Point to oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he played a lot of Resident Evil, apparently. <laughs> okay. So, so well, actually, let's go with, with Amos's positives. One, he's a stand-up guy. Yeah. Two, hell of a motivator. I yeah. mean, his motivation of, you could become a doctor because you're smart, girl. I mean, that's genius. <laughs> oh, girl. So, three, world's greatest detective, like effing Batman over here. Oh, yeah. Uh, and four, he's got a magic gun that never runs out of bullets. Yeah. Ever. Never. Oh, ever. God. Ever. That running gun. out of bullets. So this oh, this man. guy's the whole package. You're right. He's the he's the perfect man in this world, Kyle. And I doubted <laughs> you, uh, but you sold me. Um, yeah. 
his ruggish ways. Uh, He's mad Mardigan, man. They're great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, so the, the finger he finds, it's pointing to the oven uh, where the mom is trapped. Right. And they they open clue. the door. It was a good clue. It was a good clue. It was. They open the door and then they all go into yeah, the oven everyone just goes into with the, oven. the closable door. I don't know if you knew this. I just sometimes take naps in ovens like that. Yeah. I <laughs> didn't. Yeah. It's warm in there. To hell with caution. <laughs> you know, sometimes I just want to lay on yeah. a floor of ash mm-hmm. and what smells like burnt <laughs> yeah. and, and burnt just, just, just see what happens. You might just smell like cookies in there. It might, but who and, knows? Unless you burn a body in there before. Cookies and mom. Yeah. yeah. No. Just just like the way mom used to make with herself. Yeah. Well, they, but they, they do somehow get mom out of the oven. They don't all get locked in there as, Amos like we're all expecting. Yeah. yeah. And but one stays in because they all went in there. Mom or Amos drags her out, but Sarah's trapped in. Yeah, I think so. And the door closes behind her. Well, well, the ginger dead man kicks Sarah into the oven yeah. and knocks out Amos with a small pipe. Right, and takes the gun. <laughs> yes. The, the, and this is like, <laughs> this thing is one foot tall. Yeah, the scenes where he's brandishing the gun were amazing. They were. <laughs> or any scene where he's just running around or whatever. There's very few. And there's very few scenes of him just up close and personal, the gingerbread man. But they're really just fascinating. It's not... I don't know if you can use CGI as, as Lamar, a term just, or puppetry. Too nice. Yeah. No, the, but, this movie is made on pure magic yeah. alone. <laughs> I want to say it's a lot of puppetry that's kind of nightmarish if you look at it too close up yeah i don't remember this so yeah the ginger man does get the gun Mm -hmm. but amos gets it back because he comes to and the gun's next to him so because he put a wedge in front of that kiln oven so sarah can't get out but amos comes to and the gun is a foot away from him and he for a second just goes Bang and shoots like the wedge out from the door, so Sarah can now leave. Oh, it's, I it's thought he be- shot the door handle and just magically opened. I, th- yeah, I, I thought what happened is he basically right. took like a pipe Either or a screwdriver and like wedged it down into the door. Oh, okay. And cool. I think he shot whatever was wedging it out, so then Sarah could open the door. That again. makes sense. Yeah, that yeah. Makes well, sense. And he gets the gun because um, the maybe Hispanic chick from earlier Julia. comes to cleans them carries off her titties and brains the ginger dead man <laughs> with like a, with a flying pan. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she gets the revenge with the flying pan. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. So with this, uh, somewhere in all this, the ginger dead man does get the upper hand. He's about to shoot all of them. Um, but Brick jumps back yeah. in. Butcher Br- Baker back on yeah. the scene. So here's yeah. He's his little wrestling. He must have outfit. lost Palooza because well, yeah. he's well, back up. Well, he, well, here's a big twist here because you guys were like, "How big is the location here?" He said, "I drove past and I saw what was happening through all the windows." <laughs> yeah. Wow. So <laughs> what? Okay. Like the back. Like I. Like I would assume the kitchen would be in the back and not the storefront. So he was just driving around randomly he's, the back he, of the. Place. I can see that. Yeah. He's like <laughs> he's I. I noticed that uh, that mom wasn't out front shooting the shotgun. Off, so I thought something was amiss. <laughs> I decided to check things out. I also like that he's wearing goggles during all this. Yeah. Yeah. Elbow pads. Yeah. This is my favorite scene because he jumps in. Rick just shows up. Gingerbread man sees him and goes, "What the fuck?" <laughs> 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 is my favorite scene. <laughs> Got uh, 
Now it's time to meet your maker. Prepare to face the butcher baker for tonight. Your ass is toast. Ah, oh, shit. That and, is you exactly know, what he says. Thank I know you, he, Colin. I know he didn't have the full context, but what he does to remedy the situation is literally the last thing that I would have done. Well, I do want to note that this is where uh, Millard, uh, the ginger dead man, does uh, shoot off about 20 rounds Thank from you. a revolver. Mm. Yeah. And uh, you yeah. noticed it didn't move at hits, all. Hits it? no one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the chamber didn't a, move at all. Have, I mean, he, he, have, he is a he's one a foot, foot tall cookie. <laughs> well, yeah. he probably weighs I mean, three he pounds. cannot handle that fucking well, firepower, thing, When man. you have a magic gun, just never stop shooting, which yeah. he kind of did. You just think you would hit someone. In in that in close proximity like that, but yeah, he does not. That's unfortunate. Uh, but then Brick pins him, and uh, no one knows what to do. So a, like a real man, Brick eats him. Yeah, no one. Yeah, I would have done literally anything else. <laughs> yeah, you you had him well, pinned. That yeah. doesn't turn out to be good. And well, the best part after he eats him, he goes got milk and then nice. the next scene is him drinking some yeah, yeah. also I, when he eats it it's like a jelly donut oh and it's God. so fucking gross yeah it's like the blood is of yeah. the ginger dead man also, also we just saw a movie about a gingerbread man you know well we saw a movie about gary Busey. let's just note that and we saw a yeah, movie about is, gary uh, Busey turning into a gingerbread cookie and then we saw him wield a gun and do crazy things and I was led through that fantastical path. But what I cannot believe, and where fantasy ceases, is that Julia is into brick whatsoever. And I wrote that on the side. Julia is super into brick. I I'm not buying it whatsoever. Well, he just saved her yeah. ass. Yeah. I still don't believe and it. And you know what? I think if any uh, character was going to eat the ginger man, it should have been brick. Because it was his fucking blood in the first place that started yeah, this whole that's mess. that's true. Yeah. Hey, well, maybe that jelly substance was the blood. You know, I, I heard this in that. a song before, and the Colin brings this up, and this this is kind of interesting. Round around, what goes around <laughs> comes around. <laughs> Don't bring me into this. <laughs> Colin texted me that under the table, so I want, I want all of you to know that. Uh, yeah, Mom Betty uh, comes to and is very confused about all of this. Oh my heavens! <laughs> oh my muffins! <laughs> Where are my scones? Where are my scones? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. We've yeah. totally missed on how infrequently we've said muffin this entire episode. Yeah. It's been very, not at all. Oh, really. fuck. Missed opportunity. Yeah. Well, well we should yeah. have. So she calls this guy a muffin and kicks him into the, <laughs> to the oven. Whoa, 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 whoa. Brick is possessed. We now oh, yeah, know. Brick is yeah. Possessed. yeah, he's busy. <laughs> and you can tell because his eyes are all caved in and black. Yeah. If, yeah, if you, if you didn't know about the demonic voice and saying weird stuff, he turns around and looks like a deadite real, 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 real <laughs> He does quick. look like a deadite. Yeah, so he's super possessed. Um, and so this is kind of an interesting uh, band together. Everyone goes outside. Uh, they realize Jimmy Dean is dead. Uh, Sarah goes back in to get Brick, and that's when she finds out he's possessed. And then uh, Sarah knows it's Millard. And then uh, they all have to band together and knock them down. So everyone attacks, screams all at once. And I think that's when everyone rushes him and shoves him into the oven kiln. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, mm-hmm. They're yeah. like, it's Millard time. And then they shove him in the oven. Nice. And then we got, uh, yeah, he's, he's dead. I mean, so we think. I mean, they didn't have to burn him alive, but they chose to. Yeah, it was, yeah. I mean, it was an option that was available to them. Yeah, yeah. they just casually just sat there and listened to him just scream. Ah! Yeah. And they're just sitting there at the, like, the, the yeah. oven door entrance, like, uh, and then kind of just face in the next scene. 
I want to. I want to see the scene later that night where they have to explain any of this to a police wow. officer. Yeah, they're all going to jail. One hundred percent. There's no police in this town. It's, I, I it's think. Texas. I mean, they would have gotten the mom like earlier in the night, you know? Yeah. Like she's firing off. Yeah, I she's finding nothing. Yeah, I think exactly. The po- I think the police would buy this. Self defense. It's Texas, sure. Why no, not? the gingerbread man, everything, just like the whole thing. They're just gonna be completely honest. This movie's all about drugs. Sure. Yeah. And you can manipulate <laughs> your situation at any point in time. Mm-hmm. I told Lamar before, with enough drugs. Anything is possible. That's true. You actually <laughs> mentioned that daily. <laughs> and you know what? That's kind of right. Yeah, I, think, I think the quote was, with enough drugs, anything is possible. That's true. That's true. And, the, and, and the cops would know that. Well, the next scene you guys are noting is a huge time jump. And it's the bakery's successful. Uh, everything's doing great. Um, Jimmy Dean is dead. So he doesn't buy out the bakery. And make this fancy eatery, Sarah. I was going to make a fancy eatery. Yeah. Um, he doesn't do that. So somehow that just rockets the bakery that Sarah works at to become the most successful place in town. There's no competition across yeah. the street. Well, there's so. no competition right now because that eatery doesn't exist. Yeah. And she's failing. <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> clamoring for a bakery. Goods all of a sudden. I you know, know, I read in the. So, Sarah, I read in the newspaper Jimmy Dean's dead, and I was like, God damn, I need to buy some scones. <laughs> That's exactly what Dude, my, my notes right here, my notes say uh, next day, serving gingerbread cookies, the end. Well, I, I, wait, wait, wait. I, got, I got some it. other questions. Okay. So, we don't know this kind of time jump, but uh, so the bakery is ultra successful. Betty is 100% better. These these people, these nurses are hanging around and they're like, wow, have you seen that? That's Betty. They're like, yeah, she stopped drinking. She looks amazing. Um, that's that's really great. And some, some kid comes around. He's like, hey, you got gingerbread cookies. <laughs> and so here's, here, here's what happens. The nurses who are standing around... Okay, let me backtrack. The nurses are standing outside of the bakery because they're now selling cookies in front of the bakery. That seems weird. Let's sell a bunch of cookies outside. But okay, I'm going to buy that. Yeah, I'm going to buy it for a second. So the nurses are just hanging around, and this kid asks for some gingerbread, and the nurses are like, oh, actually, someone dropped this off. Why Why do they have this package... Why did they accept it? How long have they been holding on to it? What is going on? Um, so the nurses then are like, hey, and they open it up. And there's a, there's a bunch of gingerbread men and they open their eyes. Uh, and that's the end. And then on my screen, it said ginger dead man Two bakery of blood up next, and which I, confused uh, the shit out of me because when you look it up, this, the subtitle of uh, ginger dead man Two is not the bakery of blood. Right. It's, so what's going on? Is there a whole other sequence of ginger dead men that we don't multiverse. even know about? Yeah. Oh they multiverse it. God, there's six people in the world that know what you're talking about, Colin. <laughs> and I hope they're all and listening. Five of them. Yeah. I don't know how to review the movie. Right now. <laughs> I really the do. One weird fan. I, yeah. you know, I love the new Spider-Man like across and into the multiverse movies. Um, but I, I think they're going to get sued. I think this guy's going to be like, <laughs> I created the multiverse and that's why I have all these gingerbread men films. Yeah. 
Well, before we jump into all the amazingness of this film, as always, feel free to reach out to us. Rabbit Troop Sucks podcast at gmail.com. Is there a movie you'd like us to watch uh, and hear our weird ranting critiques about? Maybe a shot glass could go your way. Um, it's going to be a new year. Uh, we have some suggestions that we'll definitely be doing into that new year. So just let us know. Uh, this was a suggestion, uh, and I appreciate those suggestions. So let us know. We'll send something along your way. Um, uh, if not, uh, through Gmail, rabbittroopsucks.com. You can see pictures of us. You could see fun, interesting things. You could listen to some of the audio, etc. And visit our merch links. We have t-shirts and shower curtains, as we keep telling us. The world needs shower curtains, please. It does. Uh, feel free. Buy two. Uh, and donate one to those who want Rabbit Troop Sucks shower curtains. Or hit us up on Instagram or Facebook or any of those things. Um, yeah, again, my friend Paul, uh, who Jeremy also knows, uh, suggested this movie. Uh, so this movie's bonks. How did you guys like Ginger Dead Man? I think it's the first time I said it correctly. <laughs> no, Paul, no, shout out to your friend Paul. Hey. Thank you for recommending this. I would have done the same thing. <laughs> um, honestly, if I have not seen this movie before, be like, hey, I like this podcast. I want you guys to review this Gary Busey movie. I mentioned about a month ago this <laughs> sure. film, and Lamar did say, he's like, this seems like a movie we should be watching. And I agreed. Yeah, unfortunately we did. And, and <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I don't have much to say about this movie. It's... 70 minutes, so yeah, I'll give it that. Um, that extra sting of 20 minutes that you get from another movie that makes it feel long, you won't feel that here. You the opening credits this. are literally six minutes. Those like <laughs> six minutes? Did anyone time those credits? It felt I, like six minutes. I thought minutes it was literally movie. like three minutes. I think I did go back. So there's like 5% of the movie right there. That and... The ending credits? My God, a lot of bad acting in this. Um, this movie is... Is it's the ginger dead man? That's all I'll say about this movie. Would you watch any more of the series? No, I'm really, I'm really wondering how long the other movies are. I've actually skipped through a little bit, like I skimmed through Ginger Dead Man 2, and it didn't look like it was going to be for me. <laughs> is <laughs> so Gary Busey still the voice actor? No, and any of them? Thank God Lamar did I don't that know. because. Uh, he wasn't in the second one, but I wasn't going to look through the cast listing of the other four. You said he was movies. not in the second he one? He was not. Yeah. So I'm assuming he's done with that. He took his check and ran. <laughs> I would welcome anybody else's comments about this I movie. <laughs> this movie is a huge train wreck. Um, I, as I said, it, be, it being, as Lamar noted, 70 minutes. If you take away those opening and ending credits, that is kind of a big sale for me on this film. Not that anyone should really be watching it, but it is pretty short and sweet uh yeah it's like an hour long yeah so like even though if like something's like not really good you're not gonna get super invested it was a low budget film so that is a sale but good god like the acting is atrocious gary Busey like is incoherent in areas uh it's kind of off the wall but yeah this is this movie this movie is not the gingerbread cookie you want to start off the season with, but there are some fun things, and if you want to kind of waste an hour, uh, definitely worth watching. Maybe I'd watch another one somewhere in the multiverse of the Ginger Dead Man, uh, some other one of these films. You have to be intoxicated for that. <laughs> you read it a little bit. <laughs> I'm going back to Trancers, uh, the, that franchise at some point. Here. Okay. The, the second one's only an hour and ten minutes as well. That's how they get you. It is how they get you. That's how they get you. 
So, <laughs> sorry, I'm just looking up the second one. Um, the voice actor for the ginger dead man is listed like 17th. And he also doubles as the makeup effects guy. <laughs> that tra- yeah, that tracks. So yeah. what I'm getting here is like, they, tr- they really wanted Gary Busey. No. Yeah. The abuse. The, <laughs> the, the abuse is loose. So I, I can guarantee <laughs> no. you, if you were to somehow corner Gary Busey on a coherent day and ask him about this movie, he will have absolutely no recollection of no. it. I bet like, he would challenge you to a game of cornhole, friend. Yeah. <laughs> right then but and there. <laughs> what he what he means when he says cornhole is different. <laughs> Than what exactly. we said. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I, I think for the second one, they they wanted Gary Busey, and at the last minute, he said no. Yeah. And the makeup guy was like, "Ah, lady finger." And they're like, "You know what? You're, you're in, buddy. Will you do this for cocaine?" Yeah. Great. Get you from beyond the grave. Yeah. yeah beyond the grave. Colin, how amazing was this film for you? Yeah, on a scale of 9 to 10. Uh, I think I'm with Lamar that I would rather not watch any more of these. I appreciate the suggestion, and I definitely regret watching it, but I don't regret <laughs> watch, I don't regret watching a movie that was suggested. Oh, um, yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, um, yeah, I think uh, I think that's, that's pretty much it. I don't really have anything else to add. <laughs> you I, wouldn't I, even get into the Ginger <laughs> Dead Man vs. Evil Bong series? Yeah, so it's like... You know, for all of like, you know, living in Colorado, I'm not really into a whole lot of the weed movies. Although, as I say that, I say that out loud, and then I'm thinking of all of the weed movies that I right. kind of think are hilarious. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I, I would try to not. Um, what do you think, Jeremy? Yeah, this movie was horrible. Um, I'm still really confounded on how this man, uh, what's his name? Charles Band? Uh yeah, how he directed eighty-five pieces of work. Very careful. Because doing them quick. I mean, I mean, honestly, like we're like I would love to see where this guy lives. Like, what kind of house is he living in in uh, in California? Right <laughs> you know? Like, like I mean, if Jeremy, are I you mean, inviting? Are you imagine. inviting ourselves over? Because that seems awesome. I bet he lives in a cool house. <laughs> I don't. I mean, does he? I mean, how can uh, this man be making m- money off movies like this? Like, it's crazy. I like, bet this, this man ludicrous. has one of two things. A pool table or a video <laughs> game that has a pool table. <laughs> he has a, he has a uh, three seasons room with a pool table in it. That's his claim to fame. I bet this guy's got season four of Scrubs on DVD. And he, he would sit down and watch it with us. Wow. Season four is a good season. There we go. Yeah. I think, yeah. I, I, if you kind of <laughs> wanted to watch a movie like ginger dead man and you didn't really have any strong preference just go watch a puppet master movie that has mm. little things running around murdering <clears throat> people and it has a, and this director yeah the same director and has way better story I, and graphics, like this dialogue, this guy has writing, made this guy's made music. his living off like fucking drug infused frat night frat house film night like yeah. that's who's watching these movies sure Mm-hmm. And I've seen Puppet Master. It's horrible too. I mean, it Get is. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> he was the producer of Bad CGI Gator. Is that what it's called? Uh, that is Bad CGI Gator. Yep. Not Gator with Burt Reynolds. Yeah, the, the, Blake his upcoming project <laughs> as a director is Bride of the Head of the Family. Wow, that's too many words. It's too yeah. many. 
Well, it seems amazing. Yeah. It was following the events of the original film. It's a sequel, of course. Of course. This guy's is. got so many franchises. Is the original the fiance of Carnage Collection? Of the he's he's just he's a world builder, you know? He's got all these ideas. Okay, I saw what Lamar was noting. Evil Bong 888 Infinity <laughs> High. <laughs> wow. Inf- oh, see. Infinity. When he's finally given a chance to go legit by opening a restaurant, Rabbit, series regular Sonny Carl Davis, can't stop himself from slight. Oh, there's a lot of stuff going on. I don't know what's going on. Is happen. that the last one? Is there a 999? <laughs> it's only 59 minutes in length. That's got, a good amount. That's shorter. crazy. Yeah. There you go, man. This guy makes his money off hour-long feature films so if this director uh on top of all these weird franchises also director in famous tna too tna right, now we're getting yeah. into something yeah. Yeah. Like wait, wait a minute yeah famous tna too too and it's got a 7.2 which is higher than his other movies because no, yeah because it has titties in it and i guarantee it, and it. it's longer than his other films at an hour and 30 minutes oh you finally <laughs> made it to the 90 minute mark eh? 90 minutes of tna is done. this movie almost had titties in it but they were covered by whipped cream and cherries so i, I think she was, movie. she was actually dressed underneath the whipped cream you know because she, she never changed clothes yeah, when, when they I wiped agree. it all off oh, she was yeah, now i hate this clothes. movie even more yeah. <laughs> yeah. that was the deal breaker for you <laughs> it was rated r i don't know why they didn't just throw that in there yeah throw us throw us a bone <laughs> <laughs> you already got the r rating just a yeah. little titty just a little bit it was 80 85 might as well just throw that in there yeah. Oh my God! He's one of the directors in Dungeon Master. Oh, I think I noted this before. I'm so excited. We're definitely doing Dungeon Master at some point in time. Dungeon Master. Wow, what year? Richard Mall. Oh my goodness! Yes. What year is that from? The 80s. Dungeon, yeah. So like. And this is a 90s movie. Now that I think about it. What's a 90s movie? This one. What? No, this is 2005. Oh sh- damn! Yeah, right. man. Yeah. Dungeon Master wow. is 84. Transfers was 84. Wow. Well, Oof. you could tell we all are having some fun with this director, one way or another. Like, yeah, although this movie's kind of a clunker, Paul, thanks again for the suggestion and mm-hmm. all this. Thank we had you. a lot of fun going through it. Even though, you know, when movies aren't going our way, like, I know, even in my notes, I'm like, we definitely are going to have a lot to talk about in these films. Oh, for sure. Well, tis the season, everybody, starting off with Ginger Dead Man, that we're going to go into a movie I did not think we were going to do on this podcast, honestly, ever, but Collins not seeing this film led us into a direction that uh, we could appreciate, and next week, we, to celebrate uh, the holidays, uh, get ready, from 1992, we will be watching and reviewing Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Yay. Those are my last notes. Yay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. How many exclamation marks did you put on there? I put in three. Ah, and you can see it. It's a good three. Very nice. I can confirm that. Yes. <laughs> I, I am very excited to watch Home Alone. It is actually, I think, besides Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, probably my most anticipated watching, viewing with you guys for and reviewing up a movie to date nice yeah i'm stoked yeah i'm excited jeremy how are you feeling about this yeah i mean it's home alone too you know you got macaulay in there donald trump makes an appearance i mean he's lost in new york you not like it 
personal favorite <laughs> holiday movie for me. Yeah. Like, it's a classic top five for me. And just remember, Colin's going to learn about the father. The father. <laughs> the father. Yeah. Well, uh, for most of you, you've probably already watched this movie a dozen times before we do our review on this. For Colin, it will be his very first time. So... Uh, get excited about this. Home Alone 2. Thanks again, Paul, for the movie recommendation. Ginger Dead Man. There's a whole series. Yeah. As always, Rabbit Troop sucks. Rabbit mm-hmm. Troop sucks. Yeah.